Yo, 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 what up everyone? Welcome to a brand new episode of the In Conversation podcast with your host, Andrew Cervantes. I am back and I am better than ever. I know I've been gone for like a week. Uh, I announced on Instagram that we do have a partnership. Uh, I'll get more into that later, but basically I've been trying to figure out shit going on with the podcast. I've been grinding. You guys do know, um, I mean, for the true followers and listeners of the podcast, you guys do know that, you know, I have a life outside of this podcast and stuff. I mean, I'm, I, my schedule is hectic as hell already. And then for me to put this podcasting, you know, on top of that is uh, it's a lot of work, you know what I mean? But I enjoy it. Um, you know, I enjoy doing these podcasts. I can't lie. It would be a lot, a lot easier if I did have a co-host something you know i mean it's just an idea or something like that but i mean i could see why a lot of podcasts you know a lot of a lot of times the host um you know or there'll be there will be multiple hosts of a show and um you know it helps so much because when you're running your own show especially you know us or at least me you know bottom level i don't got no type of high quality production company behind my shit i'm not paying them or nothing I literally just invested in, you know, some a nice microphone, you know, some nice headphones, and I'm editing all this stuff, you know, just like ground out, dirty, hard work, you know what I mean? Just, I mean, I'm literally editing in like GarageBand and all that stuff, you know. So it's really like bottom tier, but I think I've made or I've done a pretty damn good job, and I think a lot of the listeners that do listen to this, I think that you know they they wouldn't even be able to tell that I edit or, you know, record stuff in that way. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I'm, I'm happy with the level of production, you know, coming out. Uh, I do want to, uh, I mean, obviously there's always room for improvement, of course, but you know, I'm happy with where I'm at right now. And, uh, you know, you can't put your expectation of me on me, you know what I mean? In the words of a Nipsey Hussle, (laughs) But yeah, man, uh, other than that, you are listening to the In Conversation podcast. I believe this is episode 23. I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, I am back and I am better. I know the last episode I was talking about Super Bowl predictions and this and that. And I know today of the, the time of this recording or the day of this recording is February 22nd. And I know Super Bowl is low-key ir- irrelevant right now, but I just want to discuss over it really quick. I said in the last episode, if you listened, the Bengals, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals had, you know, a blowout win over the Rams. Yeah, I was wrong. Uh, I said that in the last episode. If I'm wrong, I'm literally totally fine with that. <clears throat> I just couldn't go, you know, for the Rams to win because, you know, they fucking took my Niners out so uh, why would I go after them you know it's and it's a it's a division rival you know who as a loyal fan you know to 
a team, why would you cheer on your rival? You know what I mean? So it it only makes sense in my situation. Um, but yeah, Super Bowl was a lot of fun. I really just cooked, just chilled at the crib. Uh, yeah, didn't do nothing big. No catering, no Super Bowl party or nothing this year. Um, yeah, but the overall Super Bowl, I think, was a great one. I think it was one of the best Super Bowls we've had in a while, especially with that halftime show and the whole L.A. culture. And it seemed like everybody there was a celebrity i swear it was almost like every single celebrity was at that game she was crazy as hell i mean everyone flew into la uh, of course la is a place that can hold that type of event um i believe that super bowls cannot be held just anywhere like if it was held in nashville tennessee right where the uh where the titans play i don't think you know they'd be able to hold that big of an event just because you know it's not a market i think every time they have super bowls there has to be a market behind it and if you look at the past cities that have had super bowls it's places like new orleans miami la uh the bay area even you know it's all places like that that have had shit behind them to follow up because you know it's, it's a business at the end of the day and um with all those people coming in coming in the city you know it's uh, a whole lot of business for everyone around but yeah, everyone was in LA, and I did some research for some Super Bowl tickets, <clears throat> and the cheapest ticket I found to go to that damn event, lo- nosebleeds, and I, I I think SoFi Stadium is literally six like stories high, so I'm talking, you're on the sixth story, you're in the nosebleeds, your back is on the fucking wall of the stadium, that ticket was $3,500, and it was on a sketchy website. That shit wasn't even on no Ticketmaster or StubHub or nothing like that. It, I, I mean, I found a ticket. It was 3500 bucks. It seemed legit. I just never heard of the website that was selling it. But I think you've got to be fucking crazy to drop $3,500 on a Super Bowl ticket in the nosebleeds in the worst possible seat you can have. That is absolute, absolutely absurd and way too much. I mean, you've got, you've either got to make a lot of money to attend an event like that, or you have just got to cash out and do it for the experience. And I saw that, you know, there was a lot of Bengals fans in house. Um, I saw a, like a, a news report of people in LA. It was a news channel, and they were talking about the majority of people were Bengals fans, and they flew in from Cincinnati or wherever they're from, or it seemed like a whole bunch of people were celebrities. Uh, I didn't really see too much Rams fans, though, to be honest. I mean, I did, but if you guys didn't see the parade after the Super Bowl, that shit was empty as fuck, and nobody was there. I mean, literally the railing, like, I'm talking when other teams, like, well, no, the Buccaneers had their parade on a boat last year. Let's say the Chiefs, right? When the Chiefs won the Super Bowl in, I think it was 2019. Was it? 20? Yeah. When the Chiefs won the Super Bowl in 2019, that Super Bowl parade was packed as fuck where, to the point where like people were outside waiting for like hours to like get good seats on the railing so they could be front row, you know, to see the players drive by on the buses, right? I swear, that Rams parade, you could have probably showed up fucking 20 minutes 20 minutes prior to the event and probably still got front row 
you know, right on the rail to see. It shit looked empty as fuck. I did not see that much Rams fans. I mean, I understand. I don't know. I know the day of the parade was like a weekday, but there was not a lot of Rams fans. And, uh, I mean, what do you expect, you know, with a team like L.A. where everyone's fucking tourists, no one's really from L.A. A lot of the people that are established in L.A. are pretty much Niner fans, honestly, because, you know, that it, that was the local team the local team yeah the, really the closest team to them was san francisco's team and um i mean what do you expect when it's a small organization like the rams that has just moved and they're not established and you know to go from st louis to la is a fuck it's a it's a big difference you know what i mean i'm sure there's still a lot of st louis or people that live in st louis that are still like you know loyal rams fans but I believe it is it's going to take a while and multiple Super Bowl wins for the Rams to establish a legit franchise like our fan base. You know what I mean? It's not I mean this Super Bowl that they got helped a lot, I believe, but it's gonna take a whole bunch of wins. It's gonna take like a dynasty, you know what I mean, for someone to prove themselves. Or like, you know, teams like the Patriots or like the Seahawks with Russell Wilson, you know, like fucking Patriots with Brady. Um Teams like the Chiefs, teams even like the Niners. I know the Niners haven't done it. I don't want to sound like a fucking old head, like, talking out of my ass, but I know the Niners have done it, but they were a lot more common to do it in the 90s. We haven't had it in fucking, well, like, 20, 30 years, like a big dynasty. I mean, we've made it, and, you know, the team is nice, but we haven't won the chip in a while, you know, and that's just, that's that's the reality, you know what I mean? But, I mean, overall, the, going back to the Super Bowl, um, the Super Bowl was, you know, it seemed it seemed like a lot of fun to be at. I I definitely have to experience one Super Bowl in my lifetime. Eventually, I know I will go to one for sure. Uh, hopefully, it comes back to the Bay Area within like I don't know next couple of years. I saw the, uh, an article saying that the the Niners are like the Levi Stadiums, like the hosts or the owners. I don't even know the details, but they were gonna try to um, pitch. I think it's like an NFL owners meeting or something like that with the commissioner and they were going to try to um, pitch to get uh, a Super Bowl back to the Bay Area. So we'll see, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed. I think that'd be super dope because when they came last time, I wasn't able to attend. I was a kid and I never went to no Super Bowl experience or no game day experience, no nothing like that. But it's essential. I will be going to a Super Bowl game of at least once in my lifetime. It's I have to. But uh, yeah, uh, the Super Bowl, you know, was cool. I think personally i think aaron aaron donald didn't prove anything to me i don't want to sound like a hater let me explain i think aaron donald i mean he was getting like double i mean he's been getting doubled or triple teamed all fucking season but he he did come through on that last play but other than that, I don't. He didn't even fucking show up to me. I mean, some people were arguing like, "Oh, he should have been MVP and this and that." But no, I believe Cooper Cup should have easily been the MVP, and I do think Odell Beckham Jr. was on track to win MVP before you know getting hurt. Uh, I think that's that's super harsh because Odell seems like a very humble, hardworking guy. Um, as much as I know a lot of people like to, you know, call him a diva and um, say that, you know, he's like a brat or whatever the fuck they call or they say about him. I personally have a lot of respect for him. I mean, just the emotion he was having when he when he won the chip, you know, with his 
him crying and shit, I, I think it shows how much, you know, passion he has for the game and, you know, that it's almost like over overcoming a whole bunch of obstacles and that's like the final result, you know what I mean? It's just grinding so hard and then you finally get what you're grinding for. You know, of course, those are the emotions you're going to have when you, you know, do something like that. And I think he deserved a Super Bowl MVP. I mean, he was on track. He didn't deserve it, but, you know, I think it would have been super dope to have him because I'm all for OBJ. He's, a, he, he, you know, I just have a lot of respect for him. I still think he could ball out. I know he had a, a horrible season with the Browns, and he started to slow down, and everyone started to count him out. But we'll see, you know. Um, hopefully, you know, this. I, I saw that he got all his uh, his contract bonuses i don't know the exact details on him or nothing but he fulfilled them all so he got paid even more uh this is kind of off topic but they said um he he announced when he signed with the rams that he was going to get paid in bitcoin and the 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 time he announced that shit i think bitcoin was at like maybe 45 50 000, and that shit is at like i don't even know maybe like 35,000 39,000 right now so if he did get paid in Bitcoin, he's lost a shit ton of money. Oh, it fucking sucks. I mean, hopefully he didn't. He doesn't need the money uh, really soon because <laughs> that fucking sucks to get paid millions of dollars in Bitcoin like that. And then, you know, it goes down. But, you know, we have all the faith in the diamond hands in Bitcoin. Hopefully it'll surpass fucking 500k. Um, but yeah, that's off topic anyways. Uh, Eli Apple, fucking cornerback for the Bengals. Straight up cooked, cooked by fucking, cooked by Cooper Cup, bad, like, man, all game, man, he, Cooper Cup is a different breed, and he's had a phenomenal season, all season, this is a season I've never seen a wide receiver ever have in the NFL, he's just been balling out, I don't know what the fuck it was, I feel like he low-key came in out of nowhere, He's always been slept on. It's always the underdog players like that that are always slept on and always end up working the hardest that always, you know, become like the greatest people, which I think is really cool. Um, Yeah, but he got straight up cooked, man. It was fucking embarrassing. I saw I saw on Twitter people were giving Eli Apple death threats, and I don't think any type of, you know, actions you do, even if you fuck up a big game like that and people probably had millions of dollars or billions of dollars betting on that game uh i don't think you know it, a person like that ever deserves death threats you know over a fucking game like it's it's fucked up and it's it's not right you shouldn't do no shit like that or hop on twitter and fucking have twitter fingers and talk all this shit and then you know you can't you can't throw the rocks and then hide your fucking hands you know what i mean and i feel like a lot of people you know they're all tough on fucking social media and, you know, they they talk all this shit, but then, you know, in reality, I mean, let me see you try to get past Eli Apple in real life. You know what I mean? And we all know the results of that shit. You're going to fucking get clamped down. You know what I mean? I just think Cooper Cup is a different breed and it's like a special talent that can cook people. But if you're fucking ugly fat ass is talking shit on twitter talking about oh eli apple could have did this he couldn't do that let me see you let me see you get fucking past eli apple you know what i mean if you can then shut the fuck up like simple as that bro i swear god damn fucking people are funny i swear but <laughs> you know someone who uh who did get cooked was jalen ramsey jalen ramsey on the rams got cooked by jamar chase i swear that was like 
the most I've ever seen Jalen Ramsey get cooked. Like, low-key kind of bad, like, all game. I know that last uh, possession right before, um, you know, it was basically game. I, I mean, I'm sure you guys saw it too, but Jamar Chase had blown, had blown by Jalen Ramsey on fourth and one. And uh, he was wide open. And if if Burrow just had a little more time, he would have. They would have had that chip, I believe. But you know, all things happen for a reason. I still don't know why they decided to pass the ball instead of running it on fourth and one. I would still run it even if a blitz is coming with Aaron Donald. I I don't care. Like I still think you're gonna get a yard. But that's just me. They probably had all their faith in Burrow, and they're like, we're probably just gonna do a quick pass. And, you know, that quick pass didn't work. And uh, he ends up getting fucking hit. You know what I mean? So, and that's, I would not rely on that offensive line. That Bengals offensive line has literally been letting him down all playoffs. Burrow was sacked, like, I mean, the the record against the Titans, I think it was like nine times. I don't know, man. It's just, <laughs> I, I got a lot of respect for that Bengals team, though. You know, they seem like they have a lot of heart. And, you know, it... I thought this whole NFL postseason, at least, it seemed like it was like an underdogs game, a whole bunch of upsets going on. And, uh, you know, that's why I, I, I thought they were going to win. Thank God I didn't put no money on the Super Bowl just because I really didn't know what to expect. And I, I only put my money, you know, on things that I, I kind of really know what I'm talking about and, you know, I could see happening. But, yeah, didn't put no money on the Super Bowl. Thank God. Um... But yeah, that I, the whole uh, event was cool. Half Super Bowl halftime, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. I personally look up to Dr. Dre a lot. I loved, I love like everything about him. I grew up listening to that music. Literally, you can ask my mom or anything like that. Two thousand three, two thousand two, whatever. I was born in two thousand one. I'm pretty sure we have video footage of it, but. I would always say like I'm like Slim Shady and 50 Cent. I would always have the the fucking headband and the G unit. I was with it, bro. I've always been with the culture, you know what I mean? But yeah, I uh when 50 came out, bro, 50 has always 50 Cent has always been one of my all-time favorite rappers. Always, 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 always. I swear to God, bro. Like I look he started fucking fanboying. <laughs> 50 Cent and then the fact that he came out upside down with the headband and the tank top, bro, that's if you don't man if you don't know, dude, I swear, like that's for the culture right there, big time. And for hip hop to be on the stage like that and to show some shit like that, you know, in front of the whole world or it's just it's crazy, you know, and to see hip hop evolve the way it has, it's crazy. You know what I mean? It it really is and I'm just I'm I'm happy as a fan, you know, just just to see how it's evolving and how it's becoming like the most mainstream music and it's being, you know, regular regularly. I don't even know why the fuck I can't say that, but you know, it's being played all the all the time and it's it's just it's cool, you know. Because uh, I remember back then, you know, you used to be looked down upon for listening to that stuff, and now you know it's on one of America's biggest stages, you know, Super Bowl halftime show. It's crazy, man. It's like a like a full full um 360 moment. You know what I mean? It's sick, man. Congrats to um to Dre and, you know, 50 Cent, Mary J Blige, Kendrick, Eminem. I know a lot of people were talking about that Eminem should have had um 
he should have had uh or more time on the show i i do think he he should have too i mean because he's a huge artist um people were saying mary j blige had a lot of time you know she's a legend as well and i i you know i enjoyed her performance um kendrick i think kendrick should have had his but i mean kendrick's been quiet like the whole time he didn't do no type of post or no type of um pre-interviews before the super bowl and said how he felt no type of like nothing after didn't post about it or nothing i mean he's always been a very 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 quiet guy you know that's kind of hard to read but he is a phenomenal artist a phenomenal performer when i went to go see him live for the damn tour that was probably i think that was the second best concert i've ever been to and i think number one was Lil baby the back outside tour Lil baby's a hell of a Lil Baby is a hell of a performer, so if you guys ever want to go check them out, two great performers right there, Lil Baby and Kendrick Lamar, phenomenal. But let's get on to another topic, enough Super Bowl stuff, I know that shit's past, you know, I just had to talk about that and discuss that. But I want to talk about All-Star Weekend, actually. Um, All-Star Weekend was this past weekend, uh, arguably, argue. I don't know why I'm having so much brain farts, guys. Like, I can't pronounce nothing. Fuck, excuse me for that. But, um, yeah, I it was... All-Star Weekend was... It was all right. I think, you know, the All-Star Game definitely carried All-Star Weekend. The um, Rising Stars Challenge was not good. The Three-Point Challenge was not good. The Slam Dunk Contest was not good. The Celebrity Game was not good. Um, but the All-Star game, probably one of the best All-Star games I've ever watched, for real. And the way they had it, I didn't even know they were doing it by, like, um, quarters. Like, you know, they were basically playing, they were resetting the score every, every quarter and, you know, getting, um, money raised for charity, like Team LeBron, Team Durant, every winner, or at the end of every quarter, it w- they would be playing for $100,000, basically, to, to a charity of their pick, and I just thought it was so cool, it'd, it'd get the, you know, the players competitive and uh you know they have a target score of like 163 and whoever hits that first i just think it's hella cool curry balled out of course curry and draymond are getting booed in cleveland of course you know what do you do what do you expect cleveland fans hate them honestly as a warrior fan i low-key forgot about cleveland fans just because fucking lebron left and I feel like ever since he left, um, Warriors fans kind of moved on and they kind of forgot about Cleveland and the fact that it's, I mean, still considered a rival. In Warriors' minds, it's probably not even a, a rival, you know, like Golden State versus Cleveland. It's more like Golden State versus LeBron. Um, so when they were booing him, it was kind of like a reminder, like, oh, yeah, we beat them in a chip. <laughs> like, I mean, no, no disrespect to no Cleveland fans, but... You know what I mean? Like I'm you know what you know what I'm saying, but yeah, uh Curry came out, came through fifty points, sixteen three pointers made. I that is crazy, man. I he's so fun to watch. I that is like my favorite player to watch. Him and Kyrie. If you watch Curry and Kyrie play in person, man, it is like a work of art. It's crazy. They're they're so fun to watch. If I highly recommend if you guys haven't gone to any basketball games or nothing like that, uh, I highly recommend going and watching Kyrie Irving and Stephen Curry play. The way they move the ball, it's just like magic, especially Kyrie. Like the way they, I mean, he just drives like 
he drives in the basket and he's moving the ball or even moving off ball, especially Curry when he's moving around like screens. He's just, he's phenomenal. You know, they're, they're phenomenal what they do. And that's why, you know, there's some legends and, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, but, um, all-star weekend was cool. I think the game easily carried it, you know, by far, um, Juan Toscano, I thought was super dope to be representing the Bay area and Mexican, um, culture in uh, the dunk contest. I thought that jersey was so, so hard, bro, with the, the Mexican flag on the back. And then he had the custom Kobe's, um, you know, that were the Mexican flag as well. I just thought it was so cool. Did he perform the best in the All-Star game? No. But what he did was really cool because you never see no type of Mexican culture ever in the NBA, like ever. It's very rare. But for him to go out and represent like that and for him to be from Oakland, you know, it's just a kid from Oakland that's, you know, that's mixed with, um, you know, black and brown. It's just really cool. And that shows, you know, a lot of kids that, hey, like, you know, he did it. You could do it. You know, so that's really cool. Shout out to Juan, Juan Toscano. He is probably going to be one of my favorite Warrior players just because of, you know, that action. And I definitely think he gained a whole bunch of fan bases. I was reading the comments on a Warrior post, um, and they were all saying, sell this jersey, sell this jersey, which would be really cool. I mean, if they if they sold that jersey, I think I would have to, or I'd be forced to get it just because I've never seen a jersey like that. And it was just so cool, man, you know, sh- super sick. But, um... I want to move on to another topic. Uh, I'm supposed to be going. Look, hear me out on this. March 4th is a Friday night. I'm supposed to be going to a Justin Bieber concert in Sacramento at 730. I just had to let that sink in because I don't really know what to expect, right? I'm gonna be honest. I like Bieber's music. I do. It's not bad music. You know, he's one of the biggest artists in the world. I mean, do I listen to the old Bieber like the baby Bieber? Not no, I don't. And I know a lot of people, you know, be bashing him like, oh, you probably listen to this and I don't even know his other songs. I mean Well, I know his newer stuff, but I don't know like the old stuff, you know, like the baby and uh I don't know why I can't think of it at the top off the top of my head. But yeah, I'm supposed to go to a Bieber concert, and I'm thinking I want to go just because I kind of want to cross it off my bucket list, you know, to see all these huge artists, you know, on or go perform, you know, while they're you know still able to perform and they're not you know retired or whatever, and you know while while they're in like prime perform or performing, you know, circumstances or whatever. But yeah, I I really don't know how to feel. I'm supposed to go with my cousin Josh. Hopefully, I mean, I think we'll have a lot of fun, right? I don't care what, any, what anyone thinks, too. Some people might laugh. I'm like, oh, are you going to go to Justin Bieber concert? And if you're still laughing at the fact that, you know, you're 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 judging people over a Justin Bieber concert, bro, that's pretty sad about you. You know what I mean? So you got some improvement to do in yourself. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I'll go, and it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, I really don't know what to expect. Hopefully, you know, I, 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 I don't know what to expect. So uh, when we go, one thing I do know, actually, that just came out the top of my head is that those ticket prices are expensive as fuck. Super expensive. I'm like, God, I'm like they're way too expensive. I know I do understand that he is one of the biggest artists in the world. Um, but still, like I'm gonna go and I'm 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 gonna get no, nosebleed seats because the cheapest ticket is at least two hundred bucks for nosebleeds 
I mean, lower level, you're looking at like 500. And on floor level, you're looking at a couple G's each. And I'm not about to drop 500 for this. I just want to go and get the experience and see what's up. So I'm probably just going to get some nosebleed seats for like 200, 250 maybe. And just to just to see. But someone I will drop a big bag for to go watch, you know, live in person is Drake. Uh, me and my brothers and, you know, my cousin, um, we've been talking about um, this whole thing. Or like Drake going on tour for years. And we're like, ever since the Migos and that Drake tour happened, we said that we're going to go. We're like, no, we, we have to go watch Drake in person. You know, before he stops touring, and we agreed that we probably are going to drop a nice bag. Like as soon as he announces another tour, and I think he's had hints at, at him, or I think he's dropped hints of him going on tour soon, hopefully, and uh, I, I'm ready, bro, like, just to fucking take my cash. I'm going to be they're cash ready on Ticketmaster's website because I have to go see him live in person. I almost feel like that's like priceless. Like I will drop I don't want to say a thou like a thousand nah. I'll drop five I'll drop whatever it costs for some lower level seats. That's it. I'll say that. Whatever it costs for some lower level seats, it's not gonna be no floor level or no nothing hella close. Cause I already know it's gonna be expensive as hell. But anything lower level I'll, I'll gladly drop, and I already know that'll probably be the best concert I ever go to, and, you know, it, it'll be phenomenal. But, yeah, this Bieber concert's cool. I think the, um, God, I, I don't even know who's the opener. Um, I know, I think it's Jaden Smith, and hopefully the kid Leroy, I think. I don't know. I know Jaden Smith, I've saw stuff saying Jaden Smith is an opener, but if the kid Leroy's there, too, that'll be sick, because I'm actually a big fan of his music. He, he has, um... You know, he's a really, really talented artist. And if you don't know about him, I think you should check him out. His song with, uh, fuck, man, I don't even know the name of it. Featuring DJ Mustard, though, that shit, it's a, it's a really good song. Oh, is it Choju? No, I don't even know. But, yeah, he's a talented artist. So if he's there, you know, it's just, it's a bonus. But, yeah, uh, that is March 4th. I'll let you guys, I'll keep you guys updated on that and, you know, my experience going to that. But I know he did just catch COVID, uh, like, a couple days ago. So I know a lot of, it was right before his Las Vegas show, I know a lot of shows or a couple of shows got canceled or postponed or something like that until like the end of the tour or maybe like summer, but by March 4th, he, I mean, he, he'll, he'll be fine, right? If anything, he'll be immune to that shit, so when he, it seems like the Sacramento show is definitely a go, and I know he's having two shows prior to that in San Jose, um, but I mean, the San Jose one is cheaper, but honestly, I'm not trying to go to San Jose I'd rather go, I mean, because the San Jose show, one's on a Monday night and one's on a Wednesday night, so I'd rather go to Sacramento on a Friday night, you know, the vibe will be a lot better and it'll just be, you know, a whole bunch of fun, but yeah, uh, I'll let you guys know my experience on that and I'll keep you guys updated, but I want to talk about another thing I did not too long ago, probably about a week ago, I went to go watch the movie Uncharted with Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland, went to go watch it with my boy Jim. And uh, we went opening day, literally like the first time we could at the movie theater. It was Thursday at 4 o'clock. Literally like the first time. And um, I, it was a great movie. I liked it. Uh, if you want to watch that movie and, um, you know, I don't even know if I'm going to say spoilers. But if you haven't watched that movie and you want to watch that movie, I would probably pause the show right here and skip ahead till whenever you hear me not talking about this but yeah i'm gonna start talking about uh, uncharted 
Uncharted was a great movie. It uh it started with um I mean it's 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 a it's a movie based on like jewelry, right? It's like hidden jewelry and it's like five point three billion dollars of jewelry, like hidden treasure, right? That, you know, they're trying to find. Um and you know, it is based on the based off the um the PlayStation game and that is, you know, the classic I've beat I think I beat uh, Uncharted two and three, I believe. But I, I haven't beat them all. But yeah, it was it was a great movie. I know my boy Jim wasn't that happy with it because of um, he said it some of it didn't make sense to the movie, or uh, some of it some of it didn't make sense to the game. But I I actually really enjoyed it just because I'm a fan of both of them, and uh, you know I've I've been um, keeping up with you know the way they promote it and stuff. I don't I just follow both of them on Instagram and I just you know it just it hypes you up. You know that's the whole reason of the promotion, but. I just went to go watch it, and I really enjoyed it. So if you're if you're into the type of movies that are very adventurous and um, kind of, mm, I would say comedy too. It it is there are parts in there that's funny. It's very adventurous and a lot of action. I would definitely say you should go watch that movie. You know, whenever you get the chance, is it's a good movie. I would rank it a solid eight out of ten. And spoiler alert ahead, right here. Uh, if you don't want to listen, pause it. I don't know if this isn't, I don't even know if this is, um, a spoiler, but there is going to be more because there's two ending credits at the end. Um, I forgot what, I know the last one is Sully, which is, uh, Mark Wahlberg plays that character. That's when he has the mustache. I know they promote it a lot, like in the trailer, you know, that he has a mustache through it. And in the game, he has a mustache. But literally throughout the whole movie, he doesn't have a mustache. And I was kind of like deep down, or like in the back of my head, I was thinking in the theater, I was like, dude, where the fuck is this dude's mustache? Like, when does it come in? It never came in, but it came in at the end credit. And, um, basically they say that there is going to be another movie for sure, without a doubt. So I'm assuming, you know, they, the actors probably signed a multi or, a, you know, a multi-movie uh, deal. And, uh, you know, they, they're getting their bread, you know. But I will definitely be going to watch the second one. Uh, I rate it 8 out of 10. I don't want to, you know, bore you guys with this topic too much. But, yeah, went to go watch it. Great movie. Um, Let's talk about, let's see. I have been getting back into physical health right and my mental health my mental health has been very 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 good i've been doing a good job maintaining it and you know kind of just maintaining my anxiety and my worry and stuff but that you know i feel like i almost needed to take a couple step backs so i could take a couple steps forward right and i mean that like a couple steps back you know, to go see a, a counselor for my, you know, my mental health and to help me out and to kind of just guide me through it and, you know, show me like a light at the end of the tunnel so I can, oh, and also like stop going to the gym. I stopped going to the gym, you know, so I can fully prioritize, you know, my mental health because I feel like, I don't know, for some reason, like the gym was like detour, deteriorizing. I don't why can't I say none of these words, dude? I swear. But I feel like it was just wearing down my um my mental health for some reason. I just think I was so locked in on like a grind, like just school, college, or fucking school, college, college, podcasting, 
you know, your job and the gym. And it was kind of just like a repetitive cycle. And you only have so much time in, in you know, a day. And, um, you know, it was just, it was becoming a lot. And after doing like, you know, months of that, it kind of just gets super repetitive. And you're like, fuck. And I wouldn't really go out of town. I wouldn't really like do no self-care type of thing or even go socialize really so it was really just a repetitive cycle but I had to sacrifice some stuff for a little bit and now that I sacrificed stuff and you know it took a couple steps back I'm starting to feel the benefits you know and then I'm starting to go forward so my mental health is at an all-time high definitely for for this year so far and um yeah even my physical health uh I take this supplement it's called mass gainer but it's it has like 50 grams of protein. I think it's meant for skinny people because it helps so much, I swear. Um, it has, I mean, creatine in it. I know creatine is a lot uh, really popular. It's kind of a controversial supp- supplement. But, um, yeah, it has, it has like 3 grams of creatine, so it's not pure creatine. Um, it, it's like 1,200. It's like 1,250 calories in the shake. And it's 50 grams of protein with creatine in there. And, uh, yeah, it's, let me tell you, that shake is hard to drink, honestly, it's thick as fuck, it takes me a while, like, when I drink it, I feel bloated, honestly, I don't even feel that good when I drink it, but I still drink it throughout the day, I gotta have at least one a day, but I'm starting to see the results, you know, I, I can tell that I'm gaining weight, and it's not bad weight, it's good weight, and, uh, you know, I, for someone like me that's skinny as hell, I definitely need a supplement, supplement like that, even if you, even if you, you know, don't necessarily want to gain weight, you might be, like, hearing me right now and just be like, oh, well, I don't know if I would take that supplement because, you know, I don't want to gain weight. But a lot of times when you're working out, first you have to gain the weight. And then once you gain the weight, you know, you cut down. And that's when you start getting strict on your diet. And, you know, you, you know what I mean. So then that's when you kind of start seeing more of, like, the results and start getting that, that pretty body, right? But, um... Yeah, I've I've just been working out and I f- I feel phenomenal. I think this is the best shape I've been in in a while, you know, just mentally and physically, which is really 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 cool. I just wanted to I don't know say that to you guys for some reason. It's just on my mind and it's in my podcast notes. But I just wanted to throw that out there real quick. Um, another thing, actually, since we're on, you know, physical health or whatever, yada yada. I actually went to the orthodontist today, had a dentist appointment, and um. They're saying it's time for braces. <laughs> they recommended um, braces or Invis- Invisalign. And, you know, I got a quote out the door for that shit. It's like 5000 something dollars, which is expensive as hell. But I do have some insurance. I, I mean, insurance. I don't want to go into the details of, like, the pricing and shit. But, yeah, um, your boy might begin braces really soon. I don't think I'm going to go the Invisalign route just because it's a lot more expensive. And... I almost feel like there's no really point. I mean, I guess you have a lot more freedom with Invisalign because you can, like, eat whatever you want and, um, you know, you just have to have them in all the time. And you don't have, you know, braces on your teeth. It's like a clear thing over over your teeth, you know, that will straighten them out throughout time. But I think I'm going to go the OG route, just get some braces. Uh, the orthodontist said I'd have them on for about two years, get them right, and then um, – what is it? Uh, yeah, and it would just help me out because I guess I grind my teeth a lot when I'm asleep, and uh, that's not good. So, yeah, so it'll just help me out, you know. And I do have some crooked teeth on the bottom of my like 
or the all my bottom teeth it's not bad at all really it really isn't like i could live with it but as time goes on i don't want them to get even more crooked you know what i mean so i just want to take care of my teeth and get them as nice as i can and as healthy as i possibly can because you got to take care of your smile and you got to go to the dentist regular why the fuck can i say no but you got to go to the dentist a lot well not a lot but you know what i mean at least twice a year for a cleaning you know what i mean at least twice a year like if you if you're not going to the dentist bro and you're skipping that shit dog like (laughs) i don't even know what to say to you bro but go you know make sure you got like make sure you guys stay up on that your doctor's appointments you know your checkups all that stuff i that's something me personally i just like to do you know what I'm saying? I like to go get my teeth clean at least. I think it's like once every six months. I already stay on top of my, you know, my hygiene in general. But no no girl wants to date, you know, for the guys out there. No girl wants to date no nasty ass, you know, little fugly ass dude. You know what I mean? But yeah, just stay on top of that. Get get your dental stuff, you know, go into the doctor, get your, you know, your physical health check done. Even if you're feeling fine, just just go get it done. So, you know, you look good, you feel good, you know, you know, you're healthy and all that stuff. It's worth it. I'm definitely going to be getting these braces for sure. Uh, I don't know how that's going to affect me at all. I might have to take a couple of days off of a podcast. I, I don't know. We'll see, right? Because I, who knows when I upload, it'll be at least once a week. But, you know, last week I did skip and, you know, that's just because I was, you know, busy with shit, trying to figure out some, some stuff for the podcast. But, um yeah who knows we'll we'll see but i'll keep you guys updated and also my wisdom teeth but my ortho said that i can get my braces in and then we can take the wisdom teeth out so i'm probably gonna be all all fucked up in my mouth for a little bit uh i mean but it's only for the better right so i'll eventually have a, a really nice smile and you know it'll be healthy and stuff but yeah, they were saying wisdom teeth. I mean, my wisdom teeth don't even hurt me right now, but they showed me my x-rays and all this shit. And my tooth was like hitting my nerve. And they were just saying like, oh, you can't feel that. And I was like, nah, I don't feel nothing, you know. And uh, I, I don't know, like, I, I guess it's it's time for those to come out too. So I'm going to be getting braces and I'm going to be getting my wisdom teeth out very soon. We'll see. Uh, Yeah, so it sounds like I'm going to have braces for about the next two years. And we'll see how i look with them on you know what i mean but uh yeah um to wrap up the show i want to talk about this book i've been reading and it is about uh your masters in business um it's called the personal mba it said i got it right here actually we're just gonna do this in real time let's see there's a quote on here that says a gold mine of useful ideas and helpful explanations every entrepreneur should own a copy by James Clear. Let's see. Yeah, but it is a hell of a book. I've kind of been binge reading it. Um, I just go through with a highlighter and I kind of um, highlight, you know, everything that that um, sticks out to me. But it's really about, you know, mastering the art of business. And um, it kind of just lets you know if you should go why or like if you should go to college or and, you know, and get your master's or, you know, kind of like everything. Like, it'll, it'll go over marketing. It'll, it, this, I mean, they promote this book. Like, it'll teach you how to run a business without paying or without getting of hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, you know, with college. So, I know a lot of people out there, you know, they're like, no, I don't want to go to college. You know, you could figure out this shit by yourself. 
And, you know, I'm, I'm with you on that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to bash no one that wants to do that. So if you're in that situation, um, I definitely recommend the personal MBA. Look it up. It's by jo- Josh Kaufman. Um, it's a great book. I'll post about it probably on my Instagram. I'll post a picture of it on the, the podcast Instagram. But, yeah, there's, I mean, it tells you about marketing, sales, you know, the value delivery, finance, the human mind, working with yourself, working with others, understanding system, analyzing systems. I mean, improving system i mean as like the more you get into business and you start to really learn about it like the more i'm reading about this book is the more i'm realizing that i don't know jack shit about actually running a business i mean he what's cool about this though is that the author makes it really 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 easy on like kind of he makes it easy with like uh, i don't know why i just lost my train of thought but he he kind of breaks it down for you like if you don't go to go to school like you'll be okay like here i just found this this um thing i highlighted and it was basically saying like it, it's a little a little section that says should you go to business school and uh look let me just read you guys this quote it says i want to become a successful business person where should i get my mba look since you're flipping through this book you've probably wondered the same thing at same at the same point at some point in your life Here's the answer. Five simple words that will save you years of effort and hundreds of thousands of dollars. It says, skip business school, educate yourself. And then it says, you know, this book will show you how to succeed in business without mortgaging your life. And, uh, you know, there's another quote that uh, kind of stood out for me right here. It says, college, 200 people reading the same book, an obvious mistake. 200 people can read 200 books. And... um yeah, I mean, I I mean, I agree with it, you know. I know it's like a it's a touchy sub- subject because some people, you know, don't really need their MBA, I mean, to get in that situation, but some people really use their MBA when they get it. I mean, the author right here is saying, you know, to skip business school, but I saw um what is it? I saw uh I was listening to a podcast, actually Rob Dyrdek's podcast, and he was saying that he's going to pursue or he's going to push his son to um, actually go to college at UCLA. And um, he said he actually wants him to take an entrepreneurial um, program. And I guess they have like a really good one at UCLA. And even one of his partners of uh, Street League Skateboarding, um, Brian Atlas, he's another person that uh, actually uses his education with this stuff. And, you know, he wouldn't be in the position as a uh, as a co-founder of Street League Skateboarding with Rob Dyrdek if he didn't go to school. You know what I mean? So it really is. I think it's up to you, you know, as and it's the the answer to that question. You know, it's up to you and it's as far as you want to take it or, you know, like he even said in this book that um, educating yourself and having a, having an obsession of learning about it and reading. He said like 30 to 40 books a year was is what he would do. And he kind of summed it up all in this book. And, you know, he's he states that all knowledge out there, you know, is not useful knowledge. Some of it, you know, you got to you, you got to have like that filter and, you know, take some with take some and then leave some out. Because I, I, I agree with that 110 percent, because sometimes you'll read some stuff and, you know, it's not all useful knowledge. Sometimes it'll you know, it really isn't good knowledge. And, uh, you know, I think that's just something if you guys are, you know, out there looking and trying to educate yourself on anything at all, just you know, just kind of keep that in mind. But let hold up. There's another thing I want to see. This book is just such a good book. There's one thing I highlighted right here. It says, 
Graduating from business school does not guarantee having a useful working knowledge of business when you're done, which is what you need to be successful, which, I mean, going back to the basics is very true, you know what I mean? But yeah, um, oh yeah, look, this is the quote right here. Look, it's hard for me to understand, he wrote, why getting an MBA is a better use of time and money than actual experience combined with a dedicated reading of 30 or 40 books. But yeah. That's it, you know what I mean? Check if you guys I know there's a lot of people out there, you know, that are, that like to start their own businesses and stuff. And I know this podcast is a lot of the audience, you know, they are um people that like, you know, to keep up with business and kind of learn about it, you know, people like me that just have similar interest. Um go check out the personal MBA by Josh Kaufman. Kaufman, you know, this isn't no ad or whatever, no nothing. It's a great book. I've been reading it a lot and uh you know, just dedicate some time and just, you know, just read it. You know, um, I recommend, you know, I mean, actually read the book. Don't just buy it and then read the first chapter and then put it down for three months and then come back. I mean, actually just take some time every day, whether it's one page, two page. I mean, I'm 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 not perfect. I don't read it every single day, but, you know, some days I'll binge read it for like an hour, hour and a half. And then some days I'll do like a page and I'll go to sleep. You know what I mean? So, I mean, just just push yourself, you know, to, to read it. And even if you're not a reader, get an audiobook, you know, while you're at work. Get Sign up for Audible. And I, I think they have, like, a program, like, when you sign up, you get, like, two free books. And, uh, you know, you can listen to them. And what I did, the smart way, was I signed up for Audible and I got two two free books, right? But the books I chose were books that were very long or very, 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 like, yeah, they were very big, basically. And they were low-key kind of hard to read books but i got those on audibles and they're huge books it's principles by ray dalio and money master of the game by tony robbins is the second one and i made sure i got you know my money's worth for you know a free you know free books because i don't know if i you know, i've honestly in my life i've never read read a book that big but you know i've i'm already hours into listening to them i haven't finished them yet but i'm I don't even know. I'm probably like four hours in each book, and they're 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 big books. You know what I mean. So if you if you're not a reader, you know try 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 something like that, and you know just try listening to it. I think we all have time, um, especially at work. You know, maybe throw a headphone in and whatever job you're doing, and kind of just you know I mean just educate yourself on something. It don't even got to be the shit I like to do. You know, it could be a hobby. It could be you know all kinds of stuff. There's so much stuff out there. You know what I mean. Just you guys know where I'm going with this, but yeah, I mean that's 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 pretty much a, a wrap on today's show. Um, you guys know I don't like to keep you or keep your time, you know, for too long. But if you made it this far, I do have the announcement. I posted on the page that you know we do have an announcement. We have a partner. I wanted to save this to the end, by the way, but we actually have an official partner for the podcast, and it is Geology Skin Care for Men. If you haven't heard it, go look it up. One of the best skincare products in the game. This isn't a paid advertisement yet. I'm just being. I'm just you know grateful for the opportunity that they provided for me. We were in talk, you know, for a little bit, and we still are in talk. But um, you know, the details aren't 110 percent ironed yet. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just so blessed to even have someone be interested to you know be on my platform and it's crazy and it's it's inspiring it's motivating it's everything and i'm just so blessed you know to be in this position um it's amazing you know i I, honestly when i started this i would have never thought you know i i have always said that i thought like 10 people were going to listen to this and to see where i'm at and to be globally listened to 
and you know with the downloads we have and it's just it's it's surreal to me honestly and we're just getting started we're literally just getting started and i'm i'm very excited for the future but yeah um who who knows you know the i mean obviously it's the future is in 100 like clear honestly because i you know this isn't my main priority right now but it is a side you know hustle i mean i'm not like providing no income from it or nothing but it could start you know making you know some some money for me which is you know a blessing and i'm just forever grateful for that so it's opening doors for me that you know i couldn't have never opened if it wasn't for like my boy carlos that got me into this uh shout out carlos if you know if you're listening to this episode and you made it this far i you know what i'm saying like it's just crazy you know to just have someone even wanna be on this podcast it's, it's humbling bro it really is like who the fuck would have thought right it's crazy yeah, I just want to wrap it up with that. Uh, hopefully, you know, a couple episodes down the road or whatever. I don't know. I I don't want to explain too much because we're still in talks. But just know that Geology Men's Skincare Product is an official partner of the In Conversation podcast. Yes, I in the in some beginning episodes, I remember literally telling you guys, I was like, hey, you know, hopefully you know, the goal for this thing is to, you know, stay consistent as possible. And, you know, hopefully eventually we'll have some partnerships and, you know, we'll have some sponsors and some paid ads. And Hey, you know what I mean? That's the law of attraction right there. I spoke it, you know, I've said it. I've, you got to tell people like that, you know what I mean? And we're just fucking getting started. And that's just a little, a little tiny tease of what's going to happen. You know what I mean? So I'm just so blessed. Thank you guys. If you made it this far, I really do appreciate it. Leave a five-star review on the Apple podcast. Leave a five-star review on the Apple or I mean on the Spotify um, thing because you can now review podcasts on Spotify. If you do it, if you haven't done that, stop what you're doing right now, please. It'll take two seconds out of your day. Just leave a five-star review. You don't even have to type nothing. Just leave a five-star review. Maybe share a post on our Instagram. Follow our Instagram at InConversationPod on Instagram. Again, that is at InConversationPod on Instagram. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. You know, word of mouth, uh, it, it goes far. Um, yeah, but uh, other than that, thank you guys so much. And um, yeah, you guys have a blessed day and uh, make it a great day. Remember, in the words of Ben Baller, this is not your practice life. So go out and get it. I'm out of here. Peace.